The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Is this the one he wanted? I think so. I think that's it. I, I, let me find his text message here. <laughs> there you go, Skip. I might not might not be the one. There's okay, several of them, so I didn't know which one it might be. All right, I'm going to send you. Right, send me the other one. I'll play it at 8 o'clock if it's the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> It's on YouTube. I got to figure out how to send something off YouTube. I'm never on YouTube, so uh, share. That's probably what I do. Oh, here it is. I think that's different than what you space. Yeah, I think so. Maybe a more updated version. Yeah, it might be slightly right. different. So I'll send you that one. Uh, good morning, everybody. It is hour two of the T Row in the morning show on this. It won't stop playing. Hang on a second. <laughs> On this uh, Wednesday, May 17th, Toby and TJ with you. TJ's back from Not Washington, D.C. Did I say Monday? No. It's Wednesday. I think it's Monday. My days are so How about you? Right There's three-day work week this week. That's three-day work nice. week, yeah. That's your, that's your kind of schedule, right? Three-day work week? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm trying to remember the last time I had a three-day work nobleman week. The nobleman is with us. Noble McIntyre here in studio today. It's good to see you. Good to see you. You bet. I tell you, every time I come in here, you're just wasting away on me. That's you're, nice. You're about to, to be in the Sports Illustrated swimsuit. TJ yourself. never says anything nice to me about it at all. So thank you very much for noticing. You're, you're very welcome. Appreciate that very much. What do we? What, what is it? What's this? Well, you know, Energy last drink? last time we had the uh, supersized yeah. monster that you gave me fits mm-hmm. about sparkling right, ice, rightfully so, because this time it's black raspberry sparkling ice, which it's only 16 ounces, but man, it's loaded with sparkling caffeine. water. It, well, no, it's not really water. I don't know. It tastes pretty good, but there is a lot of caffeine in it. And since, you know, I'm not a coffee drinker, yeah. I have to have something. My wife drinks bubbly. Okay. I don't know if that's the same thing. It's a sparkling water, flavored sparkling water. Does your wife drink sparkling water? Uh, bubbly, yeah. Bubbly. Mm-hmm. I had to buy some yesterday. Uh, do you buy the cans? Yes. So we do, too, at... And I hate to brag about this, but I'm a member the of a private club. <laughs> right. man, the private Sam. bubbly club? No, it's a man named Sam that runs a club that I'm a member of. You can't get in. Don't try. <laughs> um, and uh, but but Peyton for Mother's Day got her a bubbly maker. You have you seen these? A bubbly maker? No. <laughs> it's like a little. It's like a machine, and you can buy uh, these concentrated little bottles of bubbly drops. Okay, and then you so you fill up your bottle with water. You put these bubbly drops in it, and then you put it in your machine, and it it like stirs it all up and makes it all whatever that is, carbonized, fizzed, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Carbonated, huh. yeah. And so she can make her own bubblies at home. I mean, you still got to buy the drops, but uh, yeah, that's what she got for Mother's Day. So I came home. We haven't really figured out how to use it yet. So she's showing me last night how to use it, 
and didn't have like the lid all the way down on it, and it was <laughs> all over the kitchen. We had bubbly all over the kitchen. So, can you put other things in there? Um, probably. I don't know. I don't know because I think it's blowing water. I mean, I think it's blowing air into it to carbonate it. Right. I don't know exactly the science behind it, but I suppose if you just wanted to stir up, I get what you're saying. If you wanted to you mix, want to make a, a mix cocktail, drink, it might just carbonate. It, it might just carbonate the cocktail. I mean, that might be something to start. Maybe I don't know. What I don't it is. know. We'll try it. We'll, I mean, we'll not try. It. We'll we'll <laughs> yeah. try some things. Allegedly, we'll experiment. Allegedly, somebody will try it. What's going on in the Noble McIntyre world? Oh man. man, well, I guess what we have coming up most soon in my family is in second week of June is Miss Oklahoma, and my are daughter. You, are you in it? Yeah, I am. Oh, okay. You know, I'm, I'll be the first uh, McIntyre to win Miss <laughs> Oklahoma. No, my daughter McKenzie. McKenzie, yeah. who was first, second runner up last year, and obviously I'm dad, so I think. Any any dad she got robbed. Daughter, every everybody's daughter got robbed when it's yeah. their daughter. So of course, yes, I think she got robbed just like every other dad. But she was fantastic last year. Was I think second, first runner up? I don't remember. Um, did did really really well. I mean, her talent. I know I'm dad, and I know I'm bragging on my daughter. Which hey, everybody listening is just got to deal with that for a moment. But we don't ever brag on our kids. Yeah, no, on this show. Fantastic. I mean, she brings the house down. What is she, what is her talent? She's a singer. She went to OCU, okay. which is yeah. a performing arts college. Sure. Christian Chenoweth went there. And, yeah. You know, Mackenzie. You know, I listened to her sing, and it's it's really pretty spectacular. I mean, when she finishes, it, there'll be standing Can you ovations sing? for her. I cannot. I okay. cannot. I don't even hum well. Where did she um, get her talent from? From, from Rhonda, okay. from my wife. She went to Rhonda Rhonda's went a to, singer. Rhonda went to Oklahoma Baptist University with a musical scholarship as there well, you go. and so it there came you go. from there. But Mackenzie's much better than Rhonda. I mean, Mackenzie is a ouch, Rhonda. Wow, well, I mean, Rhonda. Rhonda's a great singer, but I'm telling you, Mackenzie is classically trained at this point, and it has range that's pretty unbelievable. Let me ask you a quick, quick question, if I could interrupt. Do you ever, you know, need something around the house? Yes, and then just say, hey. Help me, Rhonda. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's obviously. That's in, not, in am the, I the first person that's ever no, thought of that? You're the first person that has verbalized it. <laughs> I mean, I think ever people have thought it. Um, okay, but right. no, I, yeah, <laughs> I'll try that. I'll try. Yeah, that you should try. Way. Hey, uh, hey, help, help me, Rhonda. Uh, yeah. Okay, go ahead. So, I'm sorry. so uh, you know, Mackenzie has just become an incredible talent. Plus, she's very, very well spoken. She's a Type A personality. She would have been a fantastic lawyer, you know, to go to law school. And every dad who starts or mom who starts a firm, you know, would love to have their kids. I got a lot of friends who their kids are now graduating law school and coming into the firm. Yeah. Like succession. Yes, a succession plan. McKenzie has zero interest in that. I mean it's not her passion. So but that's fine. I've got fantastic people at my office. I have a succession plan in place. Mm -hmm. And to be honest taken over. I've got Jeremy and Jordan have been with me for a Do they know this or are they just finding this out right now? Yeah, just first time. In fact if they're listening Congratulations Jeremy and Jordan. So no they've been with me a long time and I certainly have a succession plan in place for DJ. You know, have you watched the show Succession? I, I started it years ago when it first uh, came out, but I have not. I didn't stay with it, so I need to go back because everybody said it got really good. I kind of faded out on it. Here, here's the problem with the succession plan, and as I sit here today, you put it in place not because it's something you're going to do when you still have your mind with you and you're older. It's it's if something happens to me. Sure, absolutely. And you know, you don't. Nobody thinks anything's going to happen to them. Right. But look at what I do every day. I work on fatality cases where people walked out the door and had no idea that was the last day they were going to walk out the door. I mean, let's be honest. You're half crazy already. It wouldn't take much to no, tip I mean, you over the edge. Yeah, there you yeah. go. It, we we'd be right. You drink there. enough of these things <laughs> with my heart situation. <laughs> yeah, this could be the moment during the show. Yeah, yeah. Boy, wouldn't that make your show a popular show today? I the, mean, it would be at high ratings. The day Noble went down. Yeah, it would be. Oh, we would get medical attention. Defense quickly, lawyers everywhere would be would great celebrate. radio. So you know, you have that in place if something happens to me. Um, 
we're, we're certainly getting off to- topic here, but yes, I have a succession plan in place that, okay. you know, that I hope comes not to fruition. Why I don't want to die. Back to McKenzie. Back to McKenzie. So Miss Oklahoma's coming up in June. I, obviously, she's odds on favorite to be oh. top two. I think she's on odds on favorite to win, but I'm dad. But there are probably amongst those girls three or four girls that are just elite that everybody going in thinks, okay, these are the ones to watch. And if and you win Miss Oklahoma, you go to Miss, Miss America. America. Okay. Miss America. And so, you know, McKenzie has been now in the program, I think this is her fourth year, and has done fantastic. Now, to mention your weight loss, okay, you got, I have been working on that too mm-hmm. because I've gone to Miss Oklahoma the last few years now, and I have noticed the same thing. You've got the girl that wins. They stay on stage with their family. And you've got beautiful woman, beautiful daughter, Miss Oklahoma, Mom looking fantastic, and then Dad. Like, what did Dad do from college? He's you know, mm. it's like Dad. He's really let himself much. go. He's bit. let himself go. You know, I don't want to. This is a direct shot at the father of last year's Miss <laughs> no, Oklahoma. No, it's right not. There, it's just in is. general. I see. <laughs> actually, actually, that's not true. He's a great guy. And, and so, just in case McKin or when McKenzie wins, you want to look good. I don't want to be the dad up there where everybody looks and goes, "How did that girl noble, come from noble, him?" Noble, noble, noble. You're on the side of buses. You're on TV commercials. You're all over with the face. We've seen you before. People see you all the time. This is true. This is true. But getting I don't, up on a stage is not going to be some new pub, no. first public appearance for you. Or Th- this is true. But I also don't want to get up there and everybody say, "Ah, oh, I wish you'd have worked a little harder for his role on stage." <laughs> not that it's my moment. That's not my moment. But no, that's so. That's what I have coming up with Mackenzie. So I'm looking forward to it. She also just finished her first movie. Yeah, uh, tell us about that. That's intriguing. Ah, uh, it's a movie called Guard. And it's it's the kind of the premise behind it is Mackenzie has a role where she's a she's a school teacher. Um, she has struggled on and off with with alcohol. Um, she's in recovery, and there are events that happen to her and her friends that really push you. And so the theory is you're, you know, you have your guardian angel, the guardians, but they actually walk among us. You just don't know who they are. And she has these moments where a guardian angel will intervene and your life can diverge one way or the other. And you don't really recognize it. And at the end of the movie, the, the guardian angel, the pastor in this movie is played by Eric Roberts, the brother of Julia Roberts. Yeah. Um, and so I have the trailer up on my Eric Facebook Roberts page. Eric Roberts has been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I'll show you the trailer here in a little bit. I think it's fantastic. I use Rick Walker here in Oklahoma City who uh, used to be on- Rick and Brad. Rick and Brad. Uh-huh. So he produces and shoots movies. Um, he, he wrote the script. Really? Yeah. He wrote the script and, and I helped fund the movie. Um, really? Yeah, you want, bankrolled the movie. Uh, I wanted my daughter to have a shot, you know, and it's it's. Did ever, they shoot it here? They shot most of it here. The, there was some shot in Utah. The Cox thing downtown is that what? No, the Cox there's Convention a facility. Did? There's a uh, facility out north of Oklahoma City where they've taken an old school and they've converted it to a movie studio. So in one part of the school, it might look like a hospital, and some it looks like a prison, and some it looks like a bar. It's really pretty f- remarkable hmm. that you can shoot a whole movie. Is it a so, part of this, the thing down at the old Myriad? Is that uh, is it just another set for them to use, or is it a completely different company? For this particular movie? That's well, a, that's a, what you're talking about, the old Cox Center, that's a whole different company. That's, that's a different company. A, but that's a fantastic idea what they've done with that. Yeah. Although I don't think that's the highest and best use of that piece of property in downtown Oklahoma City for hmm. what they're doing. is pretty cool. But no, we didn't use that particular set there was also some was shot in utah because part of the movie is a flashback to there's a bible verse about a guy named shamgar who faces 400 philistines by himself beats them all and talk about how he overcome overcame these incredible odds and so there's a flashback scene to that so mckenzie was out in utah on the side of a mountain with you know several hundred people and and so it's it's actually i think going to be a fantastic movie I'm Incredible. the executive producer, so Rick it wins some kind Rick, of award. Rick has written a movie that Noble's bankroll, <laughs> right? 
McKenzie starring in. Where right. can, where and when can we see this thing? It's going to be they finished wrap they finished how do you say it? Rap shooting, shooting, yeah. shooting uh, last week, okay. and they've been working on it obviously all along. They've shown the trailer out at the Canes Festival, which just concluded, got a lot of interest. The movie should be completed and put together inside of four weeks. Yeah. So we should have a finished four-week four product here in just about four weeks. And then how do you go about getting it in theaters so or whatever, Rick, and streaming Rick or whatever? Rick Walker, who's this is he's shot a few movies, shot yeah. several movies, has a has an agent that sells these movies. They take a cut, obviously, a huge, sure. a huge yeah. cut, by the way. Um, but since I'm a contingency guy, fee guy, I'm used to huge cuts. Sure. So I can't really I was complain. going to say you're a lawyer. Yeah, this I can't is really nothing complain. new. Yeah. So they were shopping it at the Canes Festival to different movie folks that buy and sell, whether it goes into theaters or whether you sell it to a streaming platform, foreign or domestic. I'm learning all this stuff. You know, I'm a first-time, I'm a first-time executive producer of a movie. And, you know, put that on my resume. How about that? So it'll be done in about four weeks. I will make sure you – I probably will have – Host a deal where we show it at um, yeah. the theaters in Oklahoma City, invite people out, and see how that goes. There wasn't a part for TJ and I in this thing you at know, all? In hindsight, that actually would have fit in perfectly. Yeah. I could have had her come shoot in your studio, then had your the radio, had her hear something on her radio. Right. We should have done that. I don't even know what I was thinking. What were you thinking? I, I guess what I was. I'm a bad friend. Man. I mean... Look how look how attractive that guy is. Yeah, but I've often thought during football games and basketball games there wasn't a time that you could have mentioned my name one more time, and and you didn't. And so you come know. on now, <laughs> come on now. You're you're leading the, the rankings. Perfect day for them to have shot uh, the can opener day. The argument over an electric or handheld can opener. Perfect day. And then something inspired her from the can opener conversation. Yep. You know? Yeah. Well, um, it inspired a lot of people that day. It did, I wish we'd have done that. The final one of the scenes in the movie. You know, recently about two weeks ago, we had that unbelievable lightning storm. Sure. So they were filming that day, and Mackenzie in this scene is pulling up into a parking lot of a bar. Now she's a recovering alcoholic, and she in turns the movie off her, in the movie she yeah. turns off a car, and she's pondering whether to go in or not. And as they're filming. It, it's so cool. In the background, you have this light display go across from light. It looks like they did it for CG, but, yeah. but it's actually, it happened, and it is the coolest shot in the movie, Way I to think. go, Mother Nature. Yeah, perfect. Just as she looked, they caught this lightning display that lasted for about six seconds, and it was all on frame. Uh, awesome. That's very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Okay, let's sneak in a break. Uh, let's talk some OU when we come back. Sound good? Noble McIntyre in studio with us on this Wednesday. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. T-Row in the Morning Show, Toby and TJ Noble back with you this hour, brought to you by Black Thunder Roofing. Your one contractor, Black Thunder Roofing, free inspections, free estimates, locally operated out of Norman and Edmond, blackthunderroofing.com, 405-473-8028, free estimates today. Uh, we were just talking about the Nationals game there, um, and I mentioned to you off the air, that was one weird thing about there is you wouldn't have known pro teams existed there. Mm -hmm. Very DC. little around, very little uh, like in shops and stuff, uh, merchandise or... Nobody's People wearing, wearing gear. Uh, I joked with you the XFL championship was that night. Yeah. DC was playing in it against Bob and them, and congratulations to uh, Bob and the Renegades. But it non-existent. Like you wouldn't have well, known there were big that DC defender watch no, parties in town. There was no watch parties that I saw that we passed by or anything. We went back and watched uh, quite a bit of that game in the end uh, at the hotel. But you wouldn't have known that game was going on in DC. 
Like it was, it was kind of strange. It's a now, weird sports down time. by the the ballpark. There was a lot going on the flags and the the street vendors and stuff for the actual game. But uh, within within DC, it's like non-existent. You mm. have no idea that they even Commanders. I I very rarely saw anything for. So. Boy, uh, Coach T is not very political at all, is he? <laughs> Jeez. Oh, I wasn't supposed to say his no, name. No, you weren't supposed to say Sorry his about name. That. Sorry about that. Any text you want us to get to? Noble McIntyre. Uh, no, there was just a couple here. Um, everybody knows Tyler Perry's White House in Georgia is where the real action happens. And then someone being mean to Drake, saying, praise God, TJ's back. They're being mean to Drake. Which there was probably a lot of people glad I was gone Friday because they were coming after me because I made fun of Parker on Thursday. So that's all right. Thunes goons? <laughs> Thunes goons or whatever they are, Yes. Um, Noble, you, how about this softball run? About to start the playoffs here. Uh, you know, I'm so hopeful that they break that record, the 47-game win streak. 47, they're 43, 43, right? 43, yeah, and, you know, if they hadn't lost that one game early in the year, they would be at 60-0 right now, and they would have it, I believe. Um, I looked back at their schedule last night, and believe it or not, for as dominant as they are, and I guess this really shouldn't be shocking, they actually had six one-run games this year, mm-hmm. went 5-1, and one. Uh, obviously turned around, they lost to Baylor, and then turned around and thumped UCLA, who's the number two ranked team in the country right now. But, man, OU softball team is dominant from top to bottom. Three solid, three or four pitchers, three number great pitchers, where most of these schools just ride one pitcher the whole yeah. way. And then they're hitting, they're fielding. It's it's crazy to be 50, what's the record, 52 and I one? I think they're 51 and one. 51 and 52 one, 52 and one. So, yeah, I mean, I'm hoping they break that record. They got close a few years ago, I believe, had 40-some yeah. wins and then and then got beat. But, Kyle, I, I hope we win it again. It's exciting. Have you been out there? Obviously, you have, to the championship games. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been yeah. out there, yeah. So, a couple of years ago when they were in the championship game, I took half my staff, and we went out and got, had tickets and went out right on the front row behind home base. And we'll, we'll do that again. I'll try to get some of my friends, some of my lawyer buddies flying. I've got one good friend, Robbie Bell, who's listening right now from Florida. I'll get him to come in because he's crazy. He'll yeah. take his shirt off. I went to a Florida State game with him. It was cold. I'm over there freezing. And I turn around. He has no shirt on. He's borrowed a tube of lipstick from the woman next to him. He's drawn FSU on his chest. I mean, he's that kind of guy. So I'll get him to come out and put him behind home base and just let him lose his mind. That'll be fun. Yeah, that sounds like fun. That sounds like trouble. Is what it sounds like. Yeah, he's he has trouble, but he's good times. You got to see Brent the other day. I did. He stopped by the office and came by and uh, took pictures with with all my staff and and signed a couple autographs. I had him walk around because I'm sports memorabilia all over the place. Uh-huh. Signed some stuff. I, I handed him the helmet. That that Lincoln Riley had signed. I said, we got to race this name, put your name on here. So he signed the other side of the helmet for okay. me. All right. um, so, yeah, he had given a speech out at, you know, obviously I sponsor a show, mm-hmm. um, and I'd met him one time, but I didn't know him really well. I know Woody, his, the lawyer from Norman, who's kind of sure. his right-hand man, and uh, Brent was talking at the Oklahoma City uh, – I don't know what the event was. I forget which it is. And afterwards, I went up and visited with him and said, hey, on the way back home, you know, you're not very far from my office. And he was very gracious. Stopped by, talked to everybody, took pictures. Very cool. Uh, very cool. And as we were there, you know me. I'm not going to miss a marketing opportunity. I said, hey, I said, hey Coach, here's a – I handed him a McIntyre Law cap and took a picture with him where he and I are both wearing McIntyre Law caps. I'm sure the, the brass out at OU, <clears throat> when they see that on my Facebook page, are going to, oh, I wish he hadn't have done that. <laughs> but it works well for me. But, yeah, he stopped by and, and visited. He stayed for about – 30, 30, 45 minutes. Nice. 
Very yep. cool. You excited about this season? I am. I am. I think that you know what he has done and the folks that he's bringing in are, are going to be it, – it's going to be such a different year for us. We've talked about this before. What happened last year has never been done to any coach or any program. Mm-hmm. You've never had a coach leave that was able to then take players who didn't have to sit out a year and entice them with money through the NIL deal. So, you know, Lincoln Riley basically raided the cupboard for his own personal gain. I mean, that's why I hope he gets – his butt handed to him when he go to the Big Ten. I don't like him um, anymore, but I think OU is going to be really, really good. I'm glad we have this one more year in the S- in the Big Twelve before we head off to the SEC. TJ doesn't think they're going to be good next year. I think they're going to be a ten win team. They'll be really maybe. You know, well, hold on, what did be I in think? the Big Twelve championship. I think you and I said the same exact and, thing and contend for the college football playoff this that's year. What, that's what I think. Yeah, this year, that's what I, I think. Well, he thinks they're the probably schedule, win I mean, six games again. You th- TJ, you think Oklahoma's going to win six games? That's no, what I remember he, him this saying. This is how he twists things. Him and I both said the same exact thing. Now, all of a sudden, I'm a six-win doom and gloomer. No, that's not true. Can you uh, clip that, Drake, where TJ just said he's what he is? <laughs> yeah, TJ just said I'm a six-win doom and gloomer. No, said, he did. That's what Toby's like accusing me of being. No, I think they have uh, yeah, improved to about ten to wins be, this year. They're going to be – I think they'll be really good. They've got great leadership. They've had, they get a great schedule. Yeah, they do. They, I mean, now, I, the thing I don't like about their schedule, you know that I do this turkey thing every year the week before Thanksgiving. Sure. So I've done it for 13 years, and every single year— We were there year, last year. Yes, you were there. You'll probably be there this year. Every single year, it's been the same thing. I do it on the Friday before oh, yeah, Thanksgiving. Right. We play on Friday. All of my friends come in. We hand out turkeys. We'll go out to dinner that night, and then I sponsor the game the next day, and I take all of my out-of-state friends to the OU football game. This year, for the first time in a decade, OU doesn't have a game that Saturday. They don't have a game until the next Friday, the Friday You mean after they're on the road? They're on the road. Gotcha. They're at uh, BYU. Yeah. And so there's not a home game. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I'm talking with Kelly Collier and Brian Duty, my OU reps out there. What am I going to do? I mean, do I back it up to the West Virginia game, the game before, give out turkeys two weeks before? Mm. Or do I still I give them out? I see your dilemma. Out? Do I still give them out on that Friday, but then sponsor? Does it have to be a Friday? It doesn't have to be a Friday, but the reason it's been I've done it that way is because when you have out-of-state lawyer friends that fly in, uh, so they'll fly in Thursday night. They only miss one day of work. Then they go to the game with me. Uh, well, there's no game to go. So my only option is do I give turkeys away two weeks earlier and sponsor that game, or do I give them out that Friday anyway and wait and sponsor the game after Thanksgiving? Proposal. Proposal. Okay, proposal. Your Honor, proposal. Okay. Could I have a sidebar? You can. Am I saying right things you, you here? You can. Judges like you to whisper at those I'd things. like to object. Um, what if you did it on Thanksgiving Day? Well. Because they play Friday. Yeah. But don't you think that most of the people that help they would like to they would, would like, like to be with their family. They would like to be with their family. And I the would, people would like if, to have their turkey for I Thanksgiving. I believe that yeah. if I did it on Thursday, the actual Thanksgiving, that the truck driver that pulls up with the 3,000 turkeys and opens the back end, he's going to look at me, and only me, because I'll be the only person standing there, and say, okay, start unloading, because all of my volunteers will be with their family. Okay, okay. Um, you won't be out there on Thanksgiving to, um, to broadcast. Yeah, probably not. It would just be me. Um, okay. Well, we'll keep thinking on this thing. Yeah. If perchance the Friday game was a night game, but it would be nice to have the, th- the turkeys for Thanksgiving. I see what you're saying. You wouldn't do want to do it on game day. So, You know, hmm. even if I gave turkeys away hmm. on Wednesday before Thanksgiving and then sponsored the game after Thanksgiving, that's requiring friends that fly in to stay 
through the Thanksgiving break and be away from their own families. They're not going to do that If they're going to stay for the game. If they're going to stay for the game. I see your dilemma. It's a dilemma. We need to get back to scheduling in a manner most conducive to the life and times of Noble McIntyre. Right. Joe, please contact Noble going forward. I'll contact him. Okay. I've got his number. Let's work this out so that you're not inconvenienced <laughs> yes, in the future. Yes, I certainly don't want to be inconvenienced. When we go to the anyway. SEC. I'm so. trying to help people. I'm giving away turkeys. Can't yeah. owe you help? Yeah, no, I'm totally on your side on this thing. <laughs> totally. Maybe we can get BYU to come here instead. That would be great. Actually, I, I'm very much looking forward to going to Provo, so we shall see. It's That Friday game is weird, though. Yeah, I mean, when was the last time we had a Friday game? We played West Virginia, if I remember correctly, TJ, correct me if I'm wrong, we played West Virginia on a Friday in Morgantown in the last five, six years. Yeah, about five or six years ago, something like that. I thought we had looked this up, and it was 2017, something like that. We had Thanksgiving as a radio crew in Morgantown at the team hotel, I remember. But, uh, yeah, a home game on Friday. OU Nebraska used to always, or a lot of times, do that. Really? I don't Back in the day. Back Back in the 80s? Back in the, yeah, the 80s, the prime Barry and Tom days. Uh, Oh, speaking of that. So I was at a, it reminds me of memory, I was at an event in Denver here last week and I sat down at a table and next to me this guy, 68 years old, but looks like he's 55, six foot four, great looking guy, start talking to him, turns out he's a former Big 8 official, his name's Kevin Hart, and he officiated during, you know, Barry and Bud and oh, really? and Brian Bosworth. Football official. Yeah, football yeah. official. He was the lead official on the field during the infamous fifth down game against Missouri <laughs> when Missouri won. Missouri, he bragged Colorado. about that? No, I asked him. I said, oh. were you doing that? He goes, I actually was the head official during the oh, game. Boy. So I asked him what happened. He said, that was pre-anybody calling down from a booth to correct you, sure. pre-reviews. And he said, you know, you just wanted to go hide in a hole afterwards. But he was the guy that was the head official for the fifth down game that oh, led to Colorado's shared national championship game. Yikes. Yep. Yikes. Yeah, I don't know that I'd ever admit that to somebody. I don't know. He said me. Brian Bosworth was a great guy on field. He said I used to when things would get chirpy, I would call him over and said he goes he was he would Brian Bosworth would have been the original Instagram influencer if sure. it was in his day because Brash, the first guy to really do some of that. Imagine the NIL yeah. deals he would have made. No joke. It would have been he'd have made more NIL money than he did when he was in the pros. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're probably right. Yeah, yep. he would have been a superstar. He'd have taken Robbie Bell's lipstick and wrote on his own chest. <laughs> Break time, 7.33. We're halfway home on a Wednesday morning. Back after this with Noble. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Ah, Wednesday morning on The Ref we got uh, Andrew Shepard coming up live from Oak Hill. He's at the uh, PGA Championship. He's going to join us next hour. Noble McIntyre in studio with me this hour. Bedlam Baseball starts tomorrow night, L. Dale Mitchell Park. TJ, what kind of crowd do you think we're going to have this weekend out there? I think it'll be a very good crowd. Um, Hopefully, like we said, that weather on Friday moves out early enough that they play that game. But otherwise, the rest of the weekend, I think it's – or I guess that would only leave – Saturday because it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I guess Thursday night may be more worrisome than that Friday game now that I think about it with that weather coming in. But um, packed crowd. I think it'll be huge crowds. Packed house? Yes. Huge implications. Mm -hmm. First Bedlam series in Norman in four decades. Is it really? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they usually split it up like Tulsa, Oklahoma City, or one here, one there. Wow. Okay. Um, Both teams playing good baseball right now. 
So yeah, I think it'll be it'll be interesting. You're I'm gonna just, check I'm out just, some bedlam this week. I just want another run like they had last year when they got hot at the end of the season. Yeah. You know, so they can be average throughout the season as long as they do exactly what they did <laughs> last year. That's what they're doing right now. Well, they're getting hot. Well, that's what I want. Yeah. That's what I want. It's, Speaking uh, of getting hot, my wife sent me a text saying none of us have ever prepared a Thanksgiving. None of us guys clearly have ever prepared a turkey for Thanksgiving. You have to thaw it for at least two days before. Yeah, that's true. That's so, true. And then my buddy Brad McMullen sent me a text saying. Probably not a good idea to hand out raw turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> I've always thought that idea of dropping them from the helicopter now Love that it. I have the McIntyre Law Chopper 4, like WKRP in Cincinnati yeah. would be a good idea. Yeah. But, so basically, we were saying uh, stupid things on the radio, yeah, and, and crying and out. Everybody that's ever help prepared us, a Rhonda. turkey anywhere, ever, help me, yeah. help, help me, Rhonda, ever <laughs> is listening to us going. Really, you're going to give away frozen turkey the day? Do you make the turkey at your house? Do you make Rhonda makes the turkey? Do I make the turkey? Yeah, is TJ, a, do you make the turkey? Well, TJ and I cook a lot. I don't know. You're, do you really? Oh yeah, no, well, I'm, I'm, I'm the main cook in my me. family. I can. Well, make I don't eggs. know if that's true or not. But what about you, TJ? So the last couple of years, we get a pre-smoked turkey that's, that's all cheating. we have to do I don't, he's not even allowed well, we have to, all we have oh to do is God. we put it in the oven and do it still has the, to be cooked do you open the can of corn no 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 all the rest is homemade and, but it still has to be cooked for several hours you're an instant mashed potato guy is it, aren't you? Who, no, who, no, no. is it your butler that brings it in to you guys <laughs> my butler brings it in yes <laughs> golly what a lifestyle this guy lives <laughs> You know he's oh, got be quiet, bubbly maker man. <laughs> multiple houses. And, I, I heard and him boats a minute ago. And, I heard him talking about doom and gloom about the OU football team. So, yeah, I, mean. I don't know. It's unbelievable. <laughs> um, what was the other? Oh, are you? Do you play golf? Have you not heard my golf story? I don't know. Oh, here's my golf story. I lettered in college in Oklahoma Baptist University in golf. Really? Yeah. But here's the story. So I do play golf. I do have my own special set of Noble McIntyre rules of golf. In normal golf, <laughs> if you lose a ball, it's a stroke. Uh-huh. In noble golf, if you lose a ball, you've already been penalized. You just lost a $4 sure. ball. Then yeah. in my case, you may have only hit once. That's penalty enough. You don't count a stroke. But I enjoy golf, and I'll beat anybody because I, instead of spending hours and hours and hours on the driving range, I spent about 20 minutes practicing to make a seven look like a four, mm. and that knocked 16 strokes off my game. Yeah. But smart. Back back in the day at OBU when there wasn't – Very you know, lawyerish. There you go. Yeah. We didn't have these cell phones. We didn't have cable TV. Didn't even have the internet yet in your rooms. Um, I had a, a basket of balls my dad had gotten somewhere from an old golf course that had closed down, and there was nothing going on. So I thought, I'm going to go out here and hit a bunch of range balls. So I dump a whole – I was 100 balls. I dump them out on the ground, and there's a telephone pole about 60 yards away, and I think I'm going to try to hit the pole. So I hit all the balls, never hit the pole. Mm-hmm. Cars are coming to go in the parking lot behind me the whole time. I walk out. I pick up all the balls. I go back and dump them again. I hit all the balls. Never hit the pole. I think I'm going to do this one more time. Pick them all up. Dump them out. Again, cars are coming and going before me. I dump them out. The first ball I hit a basket number three, I hit the pole. First time I've hit it, but I hit the pole. Second one, hit the pole. Third one, hit the pole. Three times in a row, I hit the pole. Tap on my shoulder. Turn around. The guy says, I'd never seen him before. He goes, hey, I just pulled up, and I noticed you're hitting the golf ball. Yeah, and he goes, you just hit that pole three times in a row. Yeah. He goes, I'm the new OBU golf coach. Hmm. He goes, we have an opening. How would you, this is a true story. This is the stuff that happens to me. How would you like to be on the golf team? And I said, what does that entail? He goes, well, you can practice as much as you want. It's free. He goes, you'll go to the tournaments with us. He goes, we have one coming up. We've got some practice. I said, I'm in. I'm in. I'm going to be a collegiate golfer. Yeah. Okay. So Jackpot. So I go to the practice on that fall this Monday. He's busy with a bunch of people. Doesn't really come watch me. And I do my Noble McIntyre golf, which Army golf, left, right, left, right. I don't really play the fairway. Who needs that? So he never really sees me. So we go to the first event, which is actually in Shawnee. I don't know what my score was. But it was bad. I mean, it was bad. Like, I would have been worse than the other team's worst score guy because they do real golf where you count a stroke, which I think is just wrong. 
Um, they don't do noble goal. And so he comes up to me afterwards and says, you know, what happened? And I said, Coach, let this be a lesson to you. You made an evaluation based on the merest of observations. This is on you. This Your isn't fault. on me. Mm-hmm. And so I stayed on the team. He had to keep World-class recruiting for, they were doing at Oklahoma right. Baptist back <laughs> in the day. Know. So I stayed on the team for one semester because he had to. There's a kid down the road that hit, got hit the pole. Let's Three bring him on. Three times in a row. Let's give him a scholarship. I have my, my B card, which is what you get at a Bison, Oklahoma Baptist University Bison, the B card, which allows me to get to any sporting event at OBU for life because I was a collegiate golfer and lettered in college. How about that? For one semester. That's a long way to say, yes, I'm a golfer. Oh my I golfed in college. You don't play now, though. I do play. I okay. do play. Um, but I cheat. But I don't feel bad about it. At least you're I honest about it. Advance. Yeah. So I go yeah. out to Long Kruger's deal every year in Vegas. I mean, I can, I'm pretty good sometimes. I mean, I've shot 83, 84 before. But That's my great. average my average is that score is cheating? probably. Like legitimately? That was a legitimate <laughs> score. But my average score is probably somewhere between, you know, 95 to 100. I'm, I'm a, you know, ask people ask you what your handicap is, and I'm probably a legit two over. You'd be good to play with, bogey. though, because. So, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't have to talk if we went golfing with you. No, I'm a You double, would entertain me the whole I'm a time. Double, oh, yeah, I'm fun. Yeah. I'm fun, you know. Yeah. And look, I, I'm a firm believer that golf should be a 14 hole sport because I'm, after 14 holes, I'm not having fun anymore. I had a great time up until then. Now I just want to finish. Mm-hmm. And so I, I have been known with my buddy David Carter, who's one of the battalion chiefs for the Oklahoma City Fire Department, I have been known to refuse to get out of the cart after the 14th hole and just not play the last four. You just take my double Good bogey. for you. So, yeah. So, I'm a 27 handicap, you know. And, Good for but you. But I have a good time. It is weird. In sports, we've just landed on these random numbers. Yep. Like 18 holes of golf. I saw, actually saw a story on St. Andrews. I think that's where the – they used to have, I want to say, 22 holes. Like the original course or something had like 22 holes – and then they lopped off four of them 18. because they combined or whatever, and they just they happened to have eighteen, and that's just became that's how many holes are in golf. And I don't have that story exactly right, but it's close to that. What will like, make, why does baseball have nine innings? Right. Where did we land on nine? Why not ten or what, five or whatever? What will make everybody who's a really good golfer shudder is that despite the fact I'm a twenty seven handicap, you know, ninety five to hundred, I play all the great courses. I've played Pinehurst. I'm playing I'm playing two days at uh, Pebble Beach here later this summer. I mean, I go to all the great courses. Nice. I'm just the guy that my bag is really, really heavy when we start because I have to have about 30 balls. Right. But at the end, it's really, really light because there's nothing left You've in there. You've used them all. I have. Mm-hmm. I have. And I don't feel bad about it because I'm not going to count those strokes. We, do you watch, like PGA Championship starting tomorrow? Or do you like to watch golf? I just, yeah, I went up to the Live deal this, this last oh, weekend did you? and watched How it. How was watched that? It. it was really good. You know, I've been to, I went, I've been to the Masters and watched the Masters where they take away your phone and you have to be quiet and they yeah. hold a the phone. Pimento cheese sandwiches. At Live, the whole they got thing. big speakers out there and they're playing music the whole time. See, and I don't it's know if I'd party. like that. Did you like it? I mean, it was different, and yeah. everybody's on their phone. People on their phone is a guy swinging his club, you know. So it, it's a it's a different it's a different setup. I had a good time. You had a good time. Yeah, uh, I TJ. The tour still sounds like Happy Gilmore set it up, and like it's just it, it doesn't it sound like a real golf tour. No, it, like doesn't. it sounds like it's a but, hey, we're having a party. But out like of you the said, course. Uh, they're just changing the rules. They, they didn't like the rules of the way it was before, I don't know. So they're just so changing the rules. My buddy David Carter, again, I went with him. He and I went up, and he loves golf. So he he's a traditionalist. He counts every stroke and all that good stuff. <laughs> he plays by the rules. He plays by the rules, and I don't. <laughs> traditionalist. So I think he enjoyed it. You know, he's been to the other the PGA stuff, and mm-hmm. I, now he's went to the live thing, and I think he enjoyed it. Me, I just go for the good time. Just go to hang out, do right. something. Yeah. I don't know. I'm mad at him. I'm mad at the live tour, so I, I'm kind of. Anybody in particular, Phil Mickelson? 
I'm just mad that they started it. I just feel like they're ruining golf. And it certainly has changed things. I do understand. It's all about money, obviously. Of course it and, is. And yeah. the Saudis have a lot of money, so they're able to take some of these golfers. We had who, such a great thing, and they just they they're ruining it. So it's definitely changed. They call it progress. You call it ruin. Well, I call listen. It just a good if time. Liv called today and said we'll pay a million dollars to be an announcer for us, I'd probably do it. All I'm of a just sudden, saying, they haven't ruined it at that point. I'm just yeah. As someone who likes to sit at home and watch PGA golf on Sunday, I'm like that. All the a bunch of the good players don't even play there anymore. Right. So no, I I, I don't disagree. Um, so, but I do play golf. All right, we got one more segment with Noble. When we come back, it's the T Row in the morning show. This is four time national championship OU women's gymnastics coach KJ Kindler, and you're listening to the Ref, the home of Sooner fans. Sorry, Toby. This hour brought to you by Black Thunder Roofing. Who are you talking to? Um, some people just like to have a radio show with me off the air sometimes. People, TJ is busy. <laughs> BlackThunderRoofing.com, your one-stop shop for a perfect contractor. Offices here in uh, Norman and Edmond, a local roofer, 405-473-8028. I might, I might need to give him a call if you could you give me his number, TJ, at some point. Uh, Black Thunder Roofing? Yeah. Uh, 405-473-8028. That's, uh, that's your number there. All right. Uh, will OU softball times conflict with Bedlam games on Friday and Saturday, Jim, and Arlington is asking? Uh, no, it actually should work out perfectly. So softball's at 4 on Friday, baseball's at 6.30, which is about perfect. Uh, if they win Friday, which they will, I'm talking softball, then they play at 2 on Saturday, and baseball's at 4. So should be perfect. Lines up pretty good, yeah. Either to watch them both or to go to both of them, uh, which a lot of people like to do, go to the softball game and then just pop over to Mitchell Park on the way afterwards. So I would suggest you get your tickets, though, because I would imagine these will be sellouts or close to it at Mitchell Park. Uh, I was just told by someone they tried to buy reserve seats earlier in the week and there were only singles left. I'm not sure how it is for the general admission, but Mm. um, you can get singles for the uh, reserve seating, but nothing together it didn't look like. Okay, all right. Uh, someone asking me if there's an air fryer large enough to cook an entire turkey. Absolutely there is. Absolutely TJ's there is. TJ's got it if there is. Uh, <laughs> uh, and no, we are not giving away golfers today. That tomorrow. will be tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. On giving away what? Golfers. Golfers? When, when there's a major, we give away uh, pairs of golfers, and then if your golfer wins, you get free golf at Jimmy oh, Austin OU Golf okay. Club. So thanks for listening to the show, Noble. We well, I mean, golfer, I'm, yeah, I'm a golfer. I don't know if you're going to give me away. No, no, no. We're not giving away. Well, yeah, hey, one lucky person's getting Noble McIntyre tomorrow. <laughs> I'm told I'm a lot. The PGA he probably returned me after a couple days. <laughs> Okay, let's uh, make sure we talk about uh, your business, your uh, proprietor, yeah, yeah, I mean, Noble McIntyre Law. McIntyre Law, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's going on with you guys. I mean, we're staying really busy. Obviously, we have the Chopper 4 now, the McIntyre Law Chopper 4, yeah. which is every time I set a fire, it goes up in the air and to investigate. So <laughs> I'm joking to everybody that's out there. I don't set fires. But, no, it's because of the weather. It's been in the air a lot, and folks are seeing that. That's turned into a really good uh, branding marketing tool for me. That's but, cool. Yeah, I mean, it worked out well, but I'm on TV. Do you get to football. ride for free in it? No, you know, and I, Wes is the GM out of Channel 4, and I've had that discussion. I'm like, look, if I'm going to pay for this chopper, I ought to at least be able to go on a ride. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I agree. But uh, so far, I have not been on. But I want to go Storm up chasing with I want to storm chase. I don't want to be like the Channel 9 Dude, helicopter where they sicker, blew the windshield out. You'd be sicker than a dog. Probably there. so. Did you get motion sickness at all? You know, when I was younger, I didn't. But if you put me on a roller coaster now, I'm done for the nah, day. I mean, listen, it's the worst. Take it from somebody who's been up there. It's the worst 
Like when they get up in that wind. Yeah, and it buffets it around. Did you see the video from the Channel 9 helicopter when it yes. blew the windshield out? Yes. Can you imagine you're no. storm chasing, there's a Terrifying. tornado, and the windshield comes out? Terrifying. That, that would be awful. We that were would... flying one day. I'm sorry to interrupt your story, but we were flying from like a high school spirit stick thing coming back home. And and they said uh, the chopper came on in my headphones or the pilot came on and he said, hey, we're going to have to go over to Davis or wherever it was. There's a storm approaching and they want us to go look. I was like, oh, crap. So you went storm chasing. I was stuck up there for like an hour. It wasn't a tornado. It was like he was watching it. And but we were like bouncing and I was puking and not having fun. I, he was like, all right, we can go back now. You know, McIntyre Law could have represented you for your emotional distress claim. <laughs> you could have signed up on the McIntyre Law app. That'll make Brad that? McMullen happy, my late? buddy. Yeah, so my buddy that helps me with that app. But, okay, go ahead. Tell um, us about so, no, you know, we our advertising, obviously people have seen us everywhere now between the bus and the commercials and the OU sponsorships and the radio and the helicopter, but we're doing really well. Personal injury trial firm, it's all we do, um, and I've got some great lawyers that work for me. I've been doing it now for 28 years or so, mm. a long time long time and you know the thing that's a little different between us and a lot of folks advertise is we actually go try lawsuits and not a knock on their model i mean a lot of folks take cases in and they they work to try to resolve them on the behalf of their client which is fantastic if you can't get that done sometimes you have to go <clears throat> try that lawsuit we will go try lawsuits uh, and we're, we're really really good at it we've been doing it a long time and it's helpful that the other side the insurance company and the defense lawyers know who we are and respect us and it's helpful that all the judges certainly know who we are and respect us and the advantage to hiring my firm and a firm that that will go try lawsuits is if you have the other side knowing that you'll go try a case you get better values because if they know that you're not going to go fight with them they're not going to offer you what you would if you will go fight with them and look fighting's kind of in my dna i mean it's kind of our slogan you're a fighter i i am and i do not you know i don't shy away from conflict i, I thrive on confrontation i've perfect profession for somebody with my personality sure, yeah um, not a lot of backup you ever in do me. contract no con- disputes contract you know i that would be boring to me yeah. i know a lot of people love that no i'm a look i somebody comes in and they've been negligently hurt or somebody in their family killed i will do that okay don't ask me to review a disagreement or a dispute or a contract um, because that's just not what I do. I specialize yeah. and focus on one thing, and I do it well. I'm still looking for somebody to try a situation I had back in the mid-2000s for me. What was so. that? <laughs> what was that situation? <laughs> we'll talk about it at some other point. <laughs> Great to see you, bud. Thunder Good to see up. you, too. Thanks What's for What's the phone in? number or website or whatever? Uh, Mac- www.mcintyrelaw.com. As far as the phone number, I've purchased three of Oklahoma's five area codes. Of, uh, what I want to do— You I bought the you. area codes. I've, well, I've got—so there's five area codes in Oklahoma. I've now got three of them for the phone number uh-huh. seven. 777000. Okay. Once I get all five, when I do my commercials, I only have to say 777000 instead of the 405 or the 580. And I think that'll work really well. But I've got that. three of the five purchases. So wherever you live, if 60% of you, you can just call 777000. Yeah, Good to see you, me. bud. Good to see you. Noble McIntyre with us. We go live to Oak Hill next with Andrew Shepard back after this.